Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, everybody. Good Monday after Thanksgiving morning. How are you this morning? Are you energetic? Well, I'm not. I'm tired. I'm just going to be honest with you. We're uh, sitting here, and it's kind of a, a little bit of a, a darker morning here uh, as the days get shorter. Um, and, so it's, and it's a Monday, so we got to start out with some energy, Tom. Let's do that. All right. So in the studio here this morning, Tom O'Keefe and Steve Splinskowski here together um, for Real Presence Live this morning. But let's pray. Let's uh, invite the Lord into our couple of hours here and uh, see what he has in mind. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this apostolate, this Real Presence Radio that's reaching out to so many people and uh, so many parts of, of the Midwest here. Uh, we hope that this message that we're bringing today and the guests that we have uh, touch the hearts of our listeners and bring them closer to God. And let's just give glory to God by saying, Glory be to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tom. And how was your Thanksgiving, Tom? It was really nice. It was really nice. Just an intimate gathering with some family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a, you mentioned that there was a, you had a Thanksgiving dinner at the shelter there. And yes, we did. Served over 150 people. Yeah, yeah. We had a, a dinner at the cathedral, too, and about 100 people, I think, were there, and it was just a, a nice gathering. Under, we, I understand Blessed Sacrament serves a boatload of people as well. Wow, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a nice, you know, the weekend even seemed a little bit long. You know, yeah. it was like you have the Thursday, and then the Friday, and then the Saturday. And like, wow, this is slowing way down. It was kind of nice. It kind of kept waiting for Monday to come. Oh, really? And it didn't come. Oh, it's <laughs> here. It's here. <laughs> Well, folks, uh, we're going to visit this morning. We have a, a number of guests uh, this morning uh, talking on a number of great topics, adoration, uh, retreats, uh, healing services. So stick with us these two hours on Real Presence Live. And uh, we're going to uh, jump right away into a conversation uh, out to Valley City with Sister Suzanne Stahl. Good morning, Sister. How are you this morning? Uh, good morning. I'm doing great. It's sunny and beautiful here. Excellent. We need some of that sun here in Fargo. It's a little cloudy, so hopefully that's coming this direction um, and maybe some warmer weather, right? Sure. Yes. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. please God. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. So uh, how was your Thanksgiving, sister? Oh, it was very good. It was the sisters here together, and we enjoyed a beautiful mass and uh, morning and evening prayer and then a nice uh, meal. Awesome. And uh, you've been uh, with Sisters uh, of Mary with the presentation for how many years? 42 years. 42 I've years. been a sister. It seems amazing because I still feel pretty young. And your title? Can you give us your title, sister? Yes, I'm the uh, United States Regional Superior of the Sisters of Mary, the presentation. I live and work here at Maryvale, three miles north of Valley City. A little bit about me, I was raised on a farm north of Binford, North Dakota, and met our sisters when I attended a search retreat weekend uh, which is a retreat weekend for singles, 16 to 25, about years old, at Maryvale. And the sisters then accompanied me through my discernment of my life vocation. It was wonderful, um, and again, it seems like a coincidence, but I call it a God incident. God was there to 
help guide me into my my life's vocation. Can you uh, tell us a little bit more about that journey, Sister? When you you know you said you you learned about the sisters on a on a search retreat, you were what sixteen, seventeen, or you were or were you, is that your age? I was. Or? I think I was probably seventeen. I was senior in high school. I remember, and it was actually the cer- first search retreat weekend that was ever held here in the Fargo Diocese. And uh, I had never really met sisters before, seriously. I grew up in a Protestant area. I didn't go to Catholic school or any of those kinds of things. But um, I was really at a point where I had been busy, involved in everything at school. I was uh, on my way with a basketball scholarship to college, and I knew I wanted to be a nurse. I knew I thought I knew everything, and then... I met other Catholic young people who were asking God what they wanted to do with their life, and I had never thought to ask God. I just figured I had figured it out, and I was well on my way. Um, so that was the first part. It was the other youth who helped me to realize I should ask God what I should do. And then when I started to ask God, um, lots of issues came up in my uh, life prior to those 17 years that had to be uh, dealt with spiritually and emotionally, and the sisters helped me through that. And um, then I went to the University of Mary, and I met other religious sisters there, and uh, they continued to help me on that journey through some theology classes and, and just seeing them day to day, because we actually ate in the same cafeteria with them. And then... Um, uh, sister Anne Germain was actually the sister that continued to write to me, and we dialogued, and I finally came with other Catholic students from the University of Mary back to Maryvale for another retreat um, uh, with other women discerning what God wanted them to do in their life. So that was kind of the process. Wow, thank you for sharing that. And and it was kind of this retreat. It was a retreat stepping away um, that started that process where you said, uh, I need to ask the Lord what he wants me. Did, you know, w- did you want to go on this retreat right away? Or what kind of, how, how was the process of getting you to decide to go on this first search retreat that you went on? Well, actually, I was reading the New Earth after I was at school. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, after church one morning, driving home the 13 miles to uh, our home after church. And I had, I had, done a lot of things in my life already by 17. I had uh, uh, ran with a good crowd and ran with a not-so-good crowd, and um, and I had a, a hole, a God-sized hole in my heart that was looking for something at that point. And uh, so I asked my parents, do you think I could go on this retreat? Actually, now that I think of it, I went on one to the Queen of Peace Retreat Center, and then I came to the search at Maryvale after that. And then I kept kind of looking to try to fill that hole in my life. And uh, that's when I came back then for the um, uh, women's, young women's retreat, single women who were trying to discern what God wanted for their life. I'm still friends with some of those folks. So I made friends on retreats, and they were, yes, very key in my discernment. Yeah, it's a, sometimes that stepping away and slowing things down is, is what makes the difference. So, so what did mm-hmm. you see? What did you? This is Tom O'Keefe's sister. What did what did you see in the uh, in the, the other sisters, the other nuns that were so attractive to you? Well, I saw first. 
for the first time on the search weekend, I saw the uh, a happy Christian community singing and being joyful and crying and doing whatever they needed to do, being alive, basically, uh, in that Catholic community. And in the sisters, I found a compassionate, listening heart. And uh, then when I was at the University of Mary, I saw uh, another group of sisters that were healthy and wholesome and um, not isolated at all from the world and um, enjoying one another, playing games together, um, and, of course, being at prayer together. I'd go with them on Mass on Saturday morning at the University of Mary because it was a little later in the day. <laughs> and I saw them at prayer, too, and I mar- mar- marveled at them. In fact, one, there was one sister that was uh, on my basketball team, too. She was going to college. So I saw a real diversity in them, um, and I saw it as a more viable lifestyle than I had thought previously. So now you also mentioned that you said you always knew you were going to be a nurse. Did you follow through on that? I did. I started my education as a nurse once I went through the initial training to be a sister, but um, with my... uh, Provincial Superior, we discerned that there was other things that there was greater needs for. And that was the first moment that I realized that God could direct one to different things in life than what you had your heart set on. And you could still feel joyful and excited about different things. Yeah, sometimes we have a plan and it's not the same as God's. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Right, right. If you're just joining us, folks, this is Real Presence Live, and we're visiting with Sister Suzanne Stahl. Uh, she is at Maryville, as Sisters of Mary of the Presentation, um, and she's the provincial superior there. And uh, we're sharing her, kind of her journey towards uh, being a, a sister, um, and also the kind of the part that a retreat had to play in that, of just stepping away um, and asking the Lord, what do you want with my life? And so sometimes we just have to, even on a Monday morning, stop and say, well, Lord, what do you want with my Monday morning? Uh, what do you want with my day? Um, and so, Sister, as you were you know, discerning this call um, to the sisterhood, you, you decided to choose the Sisters of Mary of the Presentation at Maryville. Tell us a little bit about them. Um, well, first of all, we came from uh, France in 1828. We were founded because the people, because of the government suppressing religion, uh, the people had lost their faith and their education in their faith. And also there were girls that were not being educated and there were sick and poor who were not being taken care of. So two young women who were blood sisters um, felt the call to be of service. God's people, and they felt the call to consecrate themselves to God. So they talked to the parish priest, and uh, uh, a few years over time, the Sisters of Mary, the presentation came to be. Um, We came to the United States in 1903, um, and uh, as um, many people in the United States, we were uh, leaving France as immigrants and missionaries to the United States to spread God's word. Catholic faith was so suppressed there by the government that that basically we were kicked out of schools where we were teaching. And uh, when we came to the United States, we were in the same situation as most immigrants. We did not know how to speak English. And so the Fargo Presentation Sisters actually were here before us. They're from Ireland, founded, and they taught us how to speak English. 
so we did domestic work uh, initially bec- uh, until we learned English, and then could our sisters could use their skills of teaching and nursing to care for those in need. Initially, we were at a central gathering in Spring Valley, Illinois, where, Illinois, where we began St. Margaret's Hospital for the coal miners in 1903. It's still flourishing in that area to this day. As we grew and more sisters were serving in North Dakota, the community saw the need to build a place large enough for us to gather for meetings and retreats. Our sisters were already living at St. Catherine's School in Valley City and bursting at the seams, so they began to look for land in this area. Ultimately, a generous farmer sold us the land below market value because his wife had already received the loving service of the Mercy Sisters at the hospital in Valley City, and he wanted to sell his farm as a whole. He wanted to sell the whole farm together. That was almost 500 acres of farming pasture hayland on the Cheyenne River and the hills around the valley. So originally we built Maryvale for a capacity of 82 sisters and room for a priest chaplain. We also needed rooms for high school students at St. Catherine's School who came from far away to school and needed dormitories for to sleep in. Soon after, car ownership and travel became easier, and we no longer needed dormitories for the students, and so we prayed about what to do with the excess space here at Maryvale. In our beginnings in France, the Catholic faith, Uh, was offered with retreats to assist people to come back to faith in Jesus Christ and the Catholic Church. So we decided to do that again and let others use about one-third of Maryville uh, to lead retreats. Wow. It's a great history, and we're going to continue to talk about that history. We are coming up on a break here a little bit, Sister. Folks, if you are uh, just joined us again, Sister Suzanne Stahl is coming to us from uh, Maryville in Valley City, and uh, we're talking about, really, a faith journey, and there's a whole faith journey in that story there, that farmer that gave you the land of experiencing the mercy of the sisters, the sisters coming from France, uh, learning English from the sisters uh, who are writing in Fargo, uh, from Ireland, what a great, uh, uh, t- really just this relationship in the church of the Lord providing everything and calling us to a relationship with himself. As Sister was sharing at the beginning of this hour, we're going to continue this conversation, uh, but we do have to step away for a little break. Um, on the other side of the break, we'll continue to talk about Maryville and the development of that retreat, uh, really retreat ministry that the sisters have had there for so many years coming to the U.S. in 1903, not even, even speaking English, uh, but just following the Lord quietly and uh, and really just kind of in a trust that we're all called to and folks as you start out this monday morning maybe you need to throw a cry to the heavens uh, for a little prayer and say lord what do you want me to do today what i want you to do is to stay right there so we can talk to you a little bit more on the other side of the break this is real presence live we'll be right back stay with us there's more real presence live to come on the real presence radio network The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. 
Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. The letter to the Hebrews describes the scriptures as a double-edged sword. This weapon is so sharp, it can cut us to the bone, revealing our hypocrisy, our justifications, our self-recited limitations, and our hidden motives. They are like a riverbed clogged with boulders. Our lives then become stale and boring without the fresh, clean, rushing waters of God's Spirit. And yet these waters can rush in through the Word of God. In the same way, it may be painful at times to read the scriptures God gave us, but the life they bring is crucial. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Today, allow the word of God to clear away the obstacles that block you from a total life of holiness. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace. Power. Purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. That's right. This is Real Presence Live. Steve Splonskowski here along with Tom Tom O'Keefe. Good morning, Tom. Thanks for coming back again. And folks, thanks for hanging with us here on Real Presence Live. We're visiting with Sister Suzanne Stahl, and she is the Regional Superior and President of Sisters of Mary of the Presentation, coming to us live from Valley City. Uh, Last uh, segment, we talked about her own journey uh, to being a sister um, and the journey of the sisters uh, to the Diocese of Fargo here and uh, learning English from um, the Irish sisters in town here, the sisters of the presentation already here in Fargo. And I think actually, uh, sister, the, the sister, the, your, the order of sisters of Mary, the presentation uh, started out, did you come to Wild Rice, North Dakota? At some point they were there first, right? Was that the first location in the Diocese yep. of Fargo? Yes, right south of, uh, of uh, Fargo, uh, what would be maybe called Horace or St. Benedict's Church is located right at what was Wild Rice. It was a French-speaking people, and our sisters were French-speaking, and they wanted their children educated in French, so we started, the parish started a school there, and we were the teachers. And from uh, Wild Rice, North Dakota, moving to St. Catharines in Valley City, and then eventually getting this five, almost 500 acres donated um, from a farmer there where they built Maryville and, uh, and are now residing. And uh, it was kind of interesting, Sister, you mentioned that uh, when in France you, had a re- uh, you gave retreats, um, and then mm-hmm. you came to the U.S. and, and started a school and, and a hospital ministry, and then now uh, you're, you're doing retreats again, going back to the kind of the roots of your order in France. Talk to us a little bit about the different types of retreats you had there at Maryville. Um, through the years, it's been quite a variety. Uh, we've hosted always retreats for single women who were trying to decide what God was calling them to do, uh, you know, if it was religious life or other vocations. We've also had a wing of Maryvale that was used uh, for overnight housing to educate women um, 
who work becoming Religious Sisters of Mary the Presentation. We've hosted our international congregation meeting of our sisters from Quebec, Canada, Belgium, France, Cameroon, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo in Africa. We've also had the area women religious of various congregations meeting here numerous times, the uh, National Vocation uh, Congress across the United States. Um, then we've, uh, when we opened the Maryville to other people who wanted to have retreats here, we have had priest retreats, Episcopal bishop retreats, congregational church pastors retreats, um, Catholic seminarian retreats, North Dakota chaplains retreats, beginning experience retreats, that's for people who have lost their spouse, uh, search retreat weekends, which I mentioned earlier, are for singles 16 to about 25 years old, Curcio retreats, which are for men or women, um, adults, um, Overeaters Anonymous retreats, widows retreats, homeschooling moms retreats, permanent deacon training, education and retreats for them. Also, we hosted the Education for Parish Ministry meetings that each were two-year-long, one-time-a-month uh, education. We've had lay women day retreats, holistic healing education retreats, retreats for our Sisters of Mary the Presentation health ministry leaders. And most of these groups bring their own leaders or retreat directors with them. And then there was another stage. We also had... Um, retreats for ourselves every year, of course, and other women, women religious joined us as well. And for our own associates, we have about 100 people that are in relationship with us, have signed the covenant, and we offered retreats for them. And then our, just a little, you know, you think of retreat as maybe a weekend, but uh, the sisters' retreats are five to eight days long. Uh, most retreats are uh, the seminarians and priests' retreats were about five days long. Um, often also individuals call to come for a day or more to have a quiet away from work or their children or whatever busyness they are experiencing. They either ask for spiritual directors or take the time privately. Some just read, some read scripture, most eat by themselves, many, many uh, pray and journal. Sister Suzanne, uh, this is Tom O'Keefe again. Um, I've been blessed to be at three retreats out at, at Maryvale, one with uh, Men of the Cross and two with the Permanent Diaconate, and we've got our silent retreat coming up again this January, and I, I look forward to it every year. What makes Maryvale such an ideal place to, to have this kind of retreat experience? Well, first of all, if you've ever seen an aerial picture or even come onto the property, the landscape is gorgeous. Um, in North Dakota, people are used to the wide open spaces, but some more and more people are coming from the city that aren't uh, aware of where places where you can hear nature, birds, uh, turkeys, mooing of cows. There's about 350 acres of prairie land with natural springs of water trickling down towards the Cheyenne River, and the Cheyenne River wraps around about one half of the land. Myself, I've camped alone in the hills to have times of complete solitude and prayer. There are lots of wild animals roaming about, deer, squirrels, a variety of birds, fish, turkeys, raccoons, along with acres of space to walk and to have total silence to reflect about God and one's life. We've created about 11 shrines or prayer areas outside, such as the Prayer Tunnel, the Ignatian Pathway, the Sorrowful Garden, Way of the Cross, there are open spaces, 
places with dense trees, gullies with trickling water. There's a fire pit and, and more. Also, the fish hatchery is next door, so there's a nice three-mile loop to bike around with our property and theirs. They also have a boat launch site and a place to jump into the river to swim. Inside the building, it's amazing, too. There's a large chapel and many sitting rooms and nooks for prayer. I have seen retreatants prostrate on the floor of the chapel in the middle of the night praying. Hearty home-cooked meals are served to nourish the body as well. There's a sacred silence throughout the building, while at times there are also retreats that are praising God loud and boisterous, but still have significant time for uh, silence. Now there's a Cafe Maria, a large, versatile excuse me, auditorium. There's a spacious dining room and many smaller visiting or small group rooms. There's a refreshment room with fridge microwave, toaster, oven, where a person can bring their own food and make their own meals. And I think even beyond that is that there's always been sisters living in a portion of the building uh, and praying for the people that come. And that seems to make a huge difference for people. Many people tell us, when I drive across the Cheyenne River Bridge onto Maryvale property, I feel a peace come over me. The sisters, uh, as I said, remain living and praying for anybody who comes here. Yeah, and as, as, uh, if, if anybody's been reading the news or, or watching the local news, reading the New Earth, there's a new chapter that just started with uh, the Sisters of Maryville uh, with the Diocese of Fargo. Tell us a little bit about that, Sister S- Suzanne. Well, it's pretty exciting. We wanted the ministry to continue. And as we have had lo- less sisters to manage the whole ministry of Maryville, and we moved into a smaller portion of it, we started to pray about what uh, God wanted us to do with Maryvale. And so through a few years of dialogue with first ourselves and prayer, and then with Bishop uh, Fulda, um, and with our uh, financial assistance, the the Diocese of Fargo decided that they would be able to take Maryvale on as a ministry. So they've developed uh, it into a corporation with a board of directors with Bishop John T. Folda as the president. The executive director is right with us, Steve Splonskowski, uh, uh, as a leading uh, host on this radio show. And he's been appointed as as, um, the executive director. And uh, presently its operating finances are coming from the Diocese Fargo and a Catholic endowment foundation set up by the Sisters of Mary's presentation. It continues to be guided by the faith and doctrine of the Catholic Church. Upkeep and renovations will be needed in the future for Maryvale, so it will need generous donations like all of you listening today. Yeah, and it's a very exciting time. I'm very honored to be uh, allowed to be a part of this work and uh, for the bishop to uh, uh, ask that uh, when he said, would you be willing to take this on? I was like, are you kidding me? I've been going to retreats at Maryville since I was 15 years old, and my first retreat out there was, was a search retreat. And my wife and, and I have been on many, many uh, couples retreats, the diaconate retreats, and it was just, a, just an honor to be a part of the work that you're doing, sister, and to help to continue that work. And so, folks, uh, if you're looking for more information on that, we are working on a website. Uh, it's not active yet. It'll be active in January, still getting that built, um, a new website for Maryville. But you can go to the Diocese of Fargo website, fargodiocese.org forward slash retreats. 
Um, and if you go there, you'll see a link um, to Maryville, the current website, giving you some information on what's going on there, and more upcoming information will be coming um, on our website. But uh, great opportunities. I know we have a women's retreat uh, being scheduled here in March. Bishop Folda has offered to do a retreat out there. That's going to be scheduled for October. Other things on the docket, uh, like, like Sister Suzanne said, we took the Blue Room and turned it into Cafe Maria, which is now you can now have some coffee there and uh, get some cookies. Of course, it's all self-serve. we got a little bookstore there for you as well, a place to gather. Um, but also just a beautiful facility and excited to see um, what the Holy Spirit has in mind as he continues this mission, which started in France, folks. It started a retreat mission in France coming to the U.S. in 1903 um, and continuing now today with the sisters and with the Diocese of Fargo. And so, um, Sister Suzanne, thank you so much for sharing your story and for saying yes to this call. Um, as you think back, um, I think you said almost 40 years um, what has been the greatest blessing of your journey as a sister? Well, um, seeing some of the things that have happened here at Maryvale with people has been one of the many blessings. Um, people have been here and shared experiences of healing and conversions, uh, deep moments of union with God, being uh, for the first time maybe in many years going to the sacrament of reconciliation when they hadn't gone for years and been greatly touched by God's merciful forgiveness and love. Um, uh, one woman was moved to tears when realizing that anyone could possibly love her because of the things she had done during her life, and her healthy emotions were also able to be expressed for the first time. So just really miracles that uh, God has worked in people coming here to Maryvale is one of the biggest blessings I've experienced in my religious life. Awesome. Well, thank you, Sister Suzanne Stahl. She is the Regional Superior and President of Sisters of Mary, the presentation. Um, and uh, thank you for your, your being on here with us this hour, folks. Again, you can learn more information at, about Maryville at fargodiocese.org forward slash retreats and continue to look for our, our website coming up um, in January. We're going to step away uh, and have another conversation about the Blessed Sacrament. This is the year of the Eucharist. What does Jesus mean to you? Think about that, and we'll come back on the other side of the break. This is Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 